This podcast may get me into trouble. Hi, I'm Sangeeta Angela Kumar and you're listening to episode number 14 of Planet Sang. Now, love is patient, love is kind. There's a beautiful passage in the Bible that talks about uh, love and I'm just going to read it out. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not honor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices in truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Now, um it goes on for many more verses and in the end, um the last verse which is Corinthians 13:13, 13, it says, um and now these three remain, faith, hope and love, but the greatest of these is love. This is taken from the Bible for those who don't know. Um it's one of the most favorite passages uh for most people uh especially when they get married. I wanted this passage when I got married. I couldn't. The pastor chose like Genesis uh from our wedding um uh some like sermon which i was like is like why is this uh you know i didn't enjoy the i mean i loved the sermon but i really wanted love is patient love is kind now the biggest joke and i may get into trouble because of this is that um when before marriage uh, i knew my husband for about 1 year before we got married and um I like we were you know dating or we were you know seeing each other we were friends and uh, one of the reasons why I feel like I I even married him was because he summed up like he as a person summed up this this chapter Corinthians 13 was my husband first Corinthians 13 was my husband he was patient he was kind he always persevered and um uh but i got married and uh, that whole um, chapter went out of the window for both of us uh, of course everyone knows this that uh, when you're dating or when you're friends before marriage and then when you get married everything changes uh, hence i may get into trouble for this podcast love is very different uh, when i mean socialization teaches you what love is you learn love from seeing your parents you learn love from seeing movies well i would say primarily my understanding of love was movies because both my parents were working and my brother and i were latchkey kids and we had access to the vcr we watched five movies a day because of holidays because of uh, school so we would we were just like lapping up the ideology of films um hindi films hollywood films every movie talks about love in a very warped sense and i do have to say that i grew up with a very warped sense of what love has to, uh, love had to be many times my husband would tell me why why do you want like it to be like a romantic um, comedy or a romantic film life is not this way but i would be like why can't life be like a romantic comedy you know like my um, my my standard of love was always hollywood or bollywood or you know shahrukh khan or i feel like shahrukh is the only one who i would think uh, you know epitomizes romance a- at least in my generation he was 
but hollywood too like um just now like just this evening i was i was done with my work and i was like i had about half an hour before bedtime and i was of course i woke up in the middle of my sleep to record this uh, podcast but um just before bedtime i said ah let me just watch now i love netflix and uh, movie streaming now because you can just fast forward to the end and you can just reach the cathartic moments of all hollywood films and watch um you know the the moments where the hero and heroine get together and i i i feel like in even in the film don juan i love that movie because it talks about how uh, romance means a very different thing for women and you know like i won't get into john don juan because this is um you know pg 6 so i don't want to get into that film but uh, what i do want to say is that i grew up with a very weird understanding of love uh for me love had to be larger than life love had to be um you know significant it was all about the meet cues it was all about the story like i would say i have a whole story book of meet cues and situations where i can just say oh this is how i met this person this is how i met this person um it was all about big leaps and expression of love and if you didn't get that you would think something was wrong with love or with the person or with yourself and a lot of times um we measure ourselves by the standard of the films that we watch or the films that we adulate people won't admit it and that i do have to say that no one really consciously says oh i'm really influenced by films so i want to marry a guy like this it's not it's not true like um even a film like eat love pray where she gets uh, she has three partners and eventually she meets that champion the, the truth is all women want champions so if you are watching that movie you would think i don't want a lallu i want a champion so you would question your own relationship because you would think well my husband is a lallu but i want a champion so maybe i have to look outside my marriage but that's not the point we are all married to champions and that is something that um i think people don't realize within themselves is that we are champions for our spouse we are champions for each other it's just that we don't have somebody to tap into that or we don't tap into it ourselves uh yes i sound like the perfect hollywood script but the the fact is that um love the way is projected i mean blame the illuminati maybe but the way love is projected in movies and in um both hindi and hollywood films is a very unrealistic standard of love you know i i remember going to new york and being disgusted like i really really was upset because i found new york one of the most dirtiest ugliest places that was only because new york is always lovely in films so for me reality was not correct it was just like no 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 it's not nice uh, why is there garbage on the road why are why aren't there you know like i wanted a preset filter lightroom setting of my new york experience but new york is not that beautiful new york is wonderful if you don't have that preset notion of what you expect but yes i went to central park and i was like yeah why is this like one you know dump like you have in kandivli you know like why is there a swamp here there are swamps in uh, central park new york um but of course what do you expect if there's a if there's a little lake or a little pond it will look like a swamp but in films they they make it look so pretty they put a boat they put some flowers and after i came from new york i started looking at all the films that had influenced me and really made me love like i love new york in the movies 
but that's because they just beautify it and romanticize it so beautifully just like new york is presented to be <laughs> can't believe i'm bringing new york into this just like new york is presented to be um much better than what it is love is also pr- like projected to be much better than what it looks like or at least you think it looks like uh, our impressions of what like what happens is like i remember um uh being upset one day and uh, crying saying i don't want my life to be a tragedy i don't want it to be a detective fiction i just want it to be a romantic comedy you know and that was the thing we all want our lives to be a a fantastic woody allen comedy but that's not actually woody allen is one of the saddest people alive and um so the the reality he projects or directs so his world is not i mean the harsh reality of life is that life is in between a quentin tarantino film and uh, a gary who's that romantic uh, filmmaker well basically uh, r- like extreme romance and extreme violence life is in a little bit of that uh, in the middle of all of that now back to me um so it's not like i expected my boyfriend or i expected my husband to be perfect but yes there is a semblance of perfection that we do expect our partners to have marriage taught me that a love wasn't packaged the way i thought i mean not just talking about uh, first corinthians i i'm also talking about the impression that i had um again coming back to new york or love expectation versus reality is always a problem because you you just build um a fantasy around what you think things are now you know you always want that special feeling you know that special feeling to kind of make your day make you smile and you marriage is not like that uh, relationships uh post marriage become boring and dull and um unromantic like for example like today my like my husband commutes to work before marriage we would be on the phone all the time whether every time he had free like any like moment free he would be like talking to me on the phone or every time i had like even 10 minutes free i would call him now we spend like 3 hours or 4 hours without talking to each other we could easily do that but for me i've become a little more sensitive in terms of uh thinking hey you know what he can sleep in the bus or he can listen to music he loves listening to music so i i i've now pulled down my expectations and i've pulled down my demands and i have thought about his needs and his wants now call that unromantic call that oh you don't talk to me anymore or whatever but i i call it sensitivity growing with um the relationship whatever you call that um you know come also another thing is come like comparing each other comparing your marriage with another person's marriage is the worst people do not show their true self nobody nobody posts fights every couple fights every couple has like i have this amazing um teacher i i i want to see family friend but actually when i was a little kid um he was a teacher and now he and his wife are an old couple and i remember having lunch with them with my husband and daughter and uh i remember they were like having a old people's fight like they're like 80 or 90 and they were like fighting like teenagers like cute fighting not like serious fighting but we were just like looking at each other and we were like oh my goodness even old people fight like even like this cute couple that have been together for like 30 40 years are fighting about stupid things so 
the the fact is that there is no such thing as a happy marriage the way that you think there is like when you look at like there's this horrific case um uh that has been in the news since last year uh about this very uh, picture perfect couple and the husband like murdered his wife and his children and now he's serving his uh you know sentence and i've been a bit obsessed about the case now i've totally forgotten the case um but the fact i mean the name of the case but the fact is that what's scary is that leading up to her murder she was posting pictures like i love my husband i have such a nice life oh my husband is the best and now you learn that he was having an affair and they were so unhappy and her text messages and her posts do not make any sense she's posting like i love my husband he loves me he's the best and then uh, her messages to him are like don't you love me anymore you don't talk to me anymore you know so the reality is very different from um what you have projected or what you have imagined you know in your life then but primarily i i do have to say like the trigger of course the fact that i watched a romantic film to escape today like not film like moment uh to escape and i i watched leap year and i love that film because in the end she um, she says okay don't make plans with me because she's really trying to like adjust to him and he says no 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 i'll make plans with you like the romantic dialogues that they have and i was just laughing about that like now now that you're a little mature and married you start laughing at romantic comedies you're like <laughs> yeah get married and then you know then call me and let's talk about you know making plans um but one thing i do want to uh, say is that what love isn't is this romantic um fuzzy feeling that we all um try and emulate um we see facebook posts instagram posts a couple goals all over um showing us that our realities are not as good as another person's reality but what i do want to say is like today um well I mean a small thing we recently hired somebody to come and help in the house and uh, the lady came one day and then she didn't come the next day and we thought she was going to come and she didn't come so there was a whole pile of dishes and I was in the middle of finishing things up and my daughter is having exams I mean we I had to help her prepare for her exams so I was I was really spread thin I was trying to wash dishes but I was just not able to finish the dishes there would always be a build up cuz meals also have to be cooked and then the dishes build and then again a lot is washed and again so i was just feeling really overwhelmed with the dishes but i didn't i didn't tell anybody i was feeling overwhelmed i just quietly was just doing the work today um i had to um get my daughter ready for school and i said okay once i finish then i'll wash the dishes and even though my husband came from a night shift he went and did all the dishes and my my kitchen looked like i mean he's a bit ocd when it comes to dishes so he, it looked like an ocd's paradise for me i just was like who who needs superheroes when you have a husband who washes dishes for you you know and i really felt that way now of course he's going to laugh at this and say well you never remember and every time like i fight with him uh, he's like you don't remember all the good things i do you know for you but you only remember the bad when you know things are bad and to my def- like in my defense that is true 
when good things happen you feel really happy about them but when bad things happen you forget all the good things that so maybe this podcast like <laughs> george if you're listening uh if we have a fight just make me listen to this podcast and i'll be like oh yeah yeah all right right i remember uh i do love you but i that of course with my husband poor thing he's he's really good but he gets into trouble for like doing too much housework like um i have a friend um back in thani and she's always like uh tell me what is wrong with you if you if if my husband did half the stuff that your husband does we would be living in paradise you know because but you know in hindi there's a saying ghar ki murgi dal barabar which is basically whatever you have you'll never appreciate you know i always want something else where somebody looking into my marriage was like oh she must live an ideal life so everyone is struggling in their own walks uh, in their journey of life um but for me uh, it wasn't a big deal i had expected um my husband would look after my daughter alongside with me um in india that's not the case like most men are chauvinistic most men don't look after the children most men leave all the responsibility to their women most men don't have their um wives in the house i have a man who takes care of my daughter who used to put her to sleep who had a specific responsibility every single day and he did it you know um despite his work despite my work we both have really coexisted uh doing the work together and that looks fantastic for someone else now am i sitting in an ideal marriage absolutely not because i don't believe there's uh, such a thing as an ideal marriage do do i like everybody has unmet needs everybody has areas in their life that they unloved or disrespected um but the fact is that i am grateful that my husband does dishes sometimes he does uh, folds the clothes sometimes or he helps with my daughter a lot like the other day i was really sick and my husband he really i mean he plaited her hair and my daughter's hair for school and it was a it was a it was sweet it was really sweet um but he went to the bus stop and he saw other people's hair and he he just felt so ashamed so it it's nice to have a uh, a man who's not afraid who's not um making me get out of bed when i have a fever and do my my daughter's hair because he is unwilling um i feel like men ought to help their women they ought to help but is that where you the buck ends absolutely not uh, they are uh, i i feel like what your needs are need to be met in a marriage um not just what everybody else thinks your needs ought to be so that said i feel like um when you do get married and if there's single people listening to this um accepting each other and forgiving and not being boring and laughing with or at each other is really important i a lot of people hear this they say oh humor is really important i i don't mean it like that like um but i feel like in life generally even if you're not married having a sense of humor about your circumstances is really important it's a great skill to have it is a great po- uh, cope, coping mechanism and um, we uh, like i mean the the fact is that um, uh, it's marriage is a very different equation so is um like uh being single or being in a relationship like our priorities change as per our phases in life and um married people come with 
whatever their world expectations world views expectations are but the fact is that um love is not uh, films love is not the standard that you are told i think love is what you make of um whatever your existence is and i don't mean to sound so like jingalala like love is what you make it no i feel like uh you have a framework of what or an understanding of what you think love is and you need to do what works for you um if uh washing dishes works for me great if washing dishes doesn't work for me then that's you know that's then that's like really sad that if a person is washing dishes and you're not appreciating them um so love is really uh love is really what you um like meeting the needs and the expectations of the other person unselfishly and i feel that is the the wisdom that you, i can probably impart to my single friends is that selflessly giving uh regardless of what you um are getting and marriage and love is a very um heart wrenching um process because a lot of times you're not appreciated or seen for the things you do um i'm not talking just of a woman feeling victimized i feel men also become victimized because they, nobody understands uh, men nobody understands their pain nobody understands because they're all expected to be strong they're all expected to be tough but a lot of people are not tough a lot of people are weak and i have i think 90 to 99.9% of men i have met have a very emotional vulnerable side to them um people don't notice it 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 takes a lot of like sensitive like very high uh, eq like emotional quotient people like me to recognize the sensitivity that um men have now does it mean i'm the perfect spouse absolutely not uh, it doesn't mean that um somebody else is better of course there will always be someone who's better than you and they'll just like money there'll always be somebody richer than you unless you're bill gates um but there'll always be um someone richer than you and there'll always be someone poorer than you in love there'll always be someone who is better at love than you and there'll always be someone who's worse in love than you the other day i went um we went out and we saw a couple and i after meeting them i like looked at my husband i was like thank you for being the way you are you know and that is it's it's quite funny that we have a lot of those where i'll come back after me like i think couples should meet other couples because then they realize how good they have it <laughs> but um yeah so th- basically i mean um i i do have to say that this podcast is really dedicated to my husband uh, the love of my life um thank you for being my superhero you you don't have to be in a avengers suit you don't have to be um in the latest film that's coming soon yes yes i'm very excited about it but um you are my superhero um for doing the dishes today uh, i don't know if you're going to be a superhero tomorrow or the after but at least today you were and i will refer to this podcast um just before our next fight <laughs> but um yeah and for for people who uh, have skewed um ideas of love don't worry it's normal um i have learned in the 30 years well almost 40 years of my life that um 
my understanding of love was very limited when i was young where of course in in when you're you know a decade old you don't understand love when you're a teen to forget thinking that you can understand love love is completely you know different and hormonal and emotional and whatever and and in your 20s really you're finding yourself and i feel like in the 20s you make all the mistakes that you could th- ever think of in the 30s you feel um aware of you know what rejection is what mm, lack of rejection is what love is and i think that in the journey of learning how to love you become better and better at it every day and i feel like everyone every human being is capable of love every human being is capable of forgiveness every human being is capable of being boring yes i said that <laughs> and every human being is capable of laughing and you just have to find that little giggle in you a uh, little spark of joy that really makes you smile and i feel like forgiveness really goes a very long way um my husband has had to forgive me several times in my life i've i've had to forgive my husband men several times in our life but um it's it's worth it you know it really is worth um the effort love is worth um every effort and i don't i don't mean to sound like a hollywood romantic film but the reality of love is beautiful really deep down inside um understanding what real love is not what they project not the new york with a you know light room filter on it um the raw the raw love the way god has created um is exquisite and beautiful and i'm so happy to experience that love of course um i i mean because i'm christian i would say my like learning how to love has come from my understanding of who god is and how he loves me uh and i think easter is coming so i guess i'm also thinking about love i mean this is beautiful verse again in the bible for god so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will have an eternal life and um love for me um is is like of course you have agape and eros and philemon love but when you understand um agape love well when i understand agape love it makes applying eros or philemon love a lot more easier and of course if you want to understand what philemon love is or agape love is you are welcome to google it but these are just my thoughts this is episode number 14 i'm sangeeta angela kumar and this is my podcast planet sang uh keep loving find the uh, find your spark of joy and um forgive if you if you feel like there is um, a lot of hurt in you forgive it's very difficult but once you do it you are set free so have a great day and tune in i'll be back with the next podcast bye